Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to start off in normal fashion with a scripture and a prayer. And the scripture we're coming out of today is Philippians 2 and 5. And it said, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Meaning that same mindset means you should be building, you should iron sharpen iron. That means you should be loving, you should be forgiving. What would Jesus do literally in every relationship you have from your mama, from your cousin, to your friends, to your brother, to your sisters, to your spouse, to your in your, your intimate relationships, you should have that mindset of Christ Jesus of forgiving, for loving, and always returning back to love. Amen. Dear Father, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for bringing us through. Thank you, God, for bringing us to this midweek. God, we just thank you, God. We, we glorify you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We give you all the worship. We thank you for giving us life, giving us another day and an opportunity, God. God, we ask you to, to fill the atmosphere, God, to be able to bring your presence, to be able to come into the room. Let a seed be planted to everybody under the sound of my voice so that they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, be able to enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. Let something be said tonight that brings someone closer to you, God. Let something be said tonight that will give wisdom and confirmation and revelation, God. God, we thank you and we glorify you. We say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen, 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 everybody. It's Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. And what I got to say is this. You can go find me at Anointed Jaylon on Instagram and Twitter and go follow uh, me on Facebook at Pastor Jalon Calhoun. Definitely go get my single, uh, Wake Up Bless, a new crossover between EDM and gospel, uh, so, something new as a new project to be able to go out there and cross the lines and cross over. So maybe to go check out Wake Up Bless and my other two tracks, Jesus, You Make Me Happy and Renew My Praise. Um, another thing I want everybody to do right now, I want y'all to keep Pastor Clay Pastor Dr. Marvinetta Clay, um, our dear co-host in prayer. Amen. Um, she's going through it. She lost her brother and it's hard to lose someone that's that you were close with. So I, I want everybody to just go out there. If, if you're out there, I don't care if you don't know how to pray, just just lift your hands out to Dr. Clay and her, their family. Definitely pray for Dr. Clay and her family in the midst of losing her brother. So everybody just definitely, you know, keep her in prayer um, and keep her lifted up. Amen. And if you can go on to her social media, you know, drmarvinettaclay.com. Um, it's Clay Marvinetta and on Facebook, just Marvinetta Clay. Just go ahead and reach her out, send her a note, um, tell her that you're thinking about her and that you're praying for her because she definitely needs the support in this time. Amen. Amen. And we are welcoming everybody on. We got Mr. Shytown himself, Chris Johnson. What's up, everyone? I'll pray for my strength because I'm sleepy. But hey, uh, how's everybody doing? This is Chris Johnson. You can find me at sinkchrisj.com or at sinkchrisj on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, yes, I have some stuff in the pipeline. So just be patient and you'll get to see it soon. Amen. Amen. 
Oh wow. Showtime. DW. Hey, hey, what's going on, everybody? DW here. Um, I'm so excited. One that everybody can hear me right now with no technical difficulties, but um, I'm so excited. One, Pastor Jay has taken me under his wings, and we have some great stuff coming up um, this month and next month. So, be doing that. And you can go to the DW Experience on Instagram and you can see my link tree. You can um, hear some of my music. You can see the endeavors that I'm, I'm embarking on. Um, and also, in addition to uh, the memory of John Clay, um, I just want to take a moment and just shout out a wonderful man, uh, Chris Bolton. Um, if anybody is in the music industry, anybody who <clears throat> has listened to Mary Mary, gone to a stage play, maybe even some of your favorite favorite songs out there. Um, the most talented, one of the most talented male singers I've met in my life, Chris Bolton, um, he passed away this week. So um, definitely prayers out to his brother, Patrick Bolton, and um, to a lot of wonderful friends out there, a lot of wonderful artists and friends from Mary Mary and a lot of industry people that you may or may not know um, who were connected to him. So. <clears throat> we lost a giant in the industry and, and I really, um, I'll be done soon, but you know, we lost a lot of great people this week and a lot's going on this week. So prayers out to everybody out there, just holding it down, staying strong, keeping your peace and um, rest in peace to Chris Bolton and to everybody that loved him. You know, my prayers are out there for you and um, any information you want to know about the DW experience, go to, uh, go to the DW experience on all platforms. And to add on to that, rest in peace, Bishop Rance Allen. Yes. Um, that was a big hit gospel. Um, and there's no one like him. No one that's going to even be close to how his spirit was. So definitely, um, I think I, I, it saddens me because I was working in the works with his um, secretary to bring him on the show. And it just hurt my heart that I wasn't able to do that. So you know, God had another plan for him, you know, present from the, uh, you know, not in the body, present with the Lord. So, so one good thing is that he left a legacy. He left a legacy that he could always be remembered by and his ministry plus his music. And the cool thing is Pastor John P. Key made a movie with him as the first, uh, his first ever movie appearance, which will come out of him playing Pastor John P. Key's dad um right before he passed and everything was recorded so that that is a beautiful treat as well so something that could be able to live on with them so with that being said we got miss chiquita andrews y'all gotta clap hold on <laughs> clap it on y'all clap it on she ain't, she ain't been on the show for, a minute, you jerk for that one wow she ain't been on the show for wow. a minute. That, that wasn't a real clap Chris's clap was something. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he only clapped like that for Cletus. No, I don't clap for Cletus. <laughs> it wasn't real. It wasn't a real clap. That's how you get you the MIA. No, so, so uh, Jalen, you already know that I play football now. So we have practices. Foosball. Foosball. Foosball, first of all, in COVID. <laughs> okay. Yes. I, just, I just wanted to just abbreviate Foosball. that part. Foosball and COVID. As okay. you just said, yeah. in COVID. Yes. Mm -hmm. No. 
I do play football now. And so we have practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. So I've been MIA because I've been trying to get um, my mental back together and on track. Because, you know, per COVID, a lot of people have been sitting in isolation and um, stressed out, especially if you're a single mother like myself and all you're doing is talking to children all day, every day. I needed a stress reliever. So I am now playing football, which we are having tryouts this Saturday. So um, there's going to be tryouts at Ed Fountain Park um, at, I think, 12 o'clock. I got to double check the time. But that's why I've been MIA. I've been just trying to get my head together and um, continue to drop some of these COVID-19 pounds that I'm going to put on. I thought you would come out and be like, I've, I've been in my because I got like seven books ready, you know. Um, I got some poetry books, I got children books, you know. You know, I thought that's what you'd be like, yeah, and I got a whole new business plan, you know. Give, give, I go back to work but if I if I am to do all of that, I need to be mentally sound and I will okay. so can, I can we give a shout out to all the that. female football players out there though. Go go ahead and talk about your football team. What's their name? It's the Las Vegas Silver Stars. The Las Vegas Silver Stars. Shout shout outs to the Las Vegas Silver Stars. All of all the young ladies out there that's out there balancing a full time job and and being a parent and still playing football. Have you watched female that's, football, that's, Pastor that's, Jay? That's some power. No, I have not. You, I, I, I would admonish you to watch it. It Thank is not you. for the faint of heart. They play. I know so some female play. football players. We, we, we might yeah. have to do a, a show just on that and bring on some female football players. Yes, yeah. I have. They go hard. Yes, we, we, we hmm. definitely do. Yeah, yeah, it's a real yeah. thing, and it, it's, it's not for show. Mm. They play. Uh, we talking for the week, huh? full tackle, no. full helmets, pads. <laughs> The whole nine. It's tackle football. Okay. Yeah. That, uh, so so go ahead and give, give, give them your lines because we got our guests that's in, in the backstage that we're going to be bringing on soon. Okay. Make sure you share the live, everybody. Make sure you download Noita Radio. And if you if you have not, make sure you've done everything that you need to do that we always ask you to do, which is mostly download Anointed Radio. Go ahead and sell an offering into the cash app of Anointed Radio. And be able to go to the podcast and subscribe. So every time a new episode come out, bam, they let you know. And we're on all go. podcasts except for title, which will come soon. So with that being said, for title, titles on the altar. Ah, uh, yeah. We're believing God for titles, deliverance. Yeah. And the owner too. So we're not going to talk about that. All right. Let's move on. Oh, all right. Chiquita, so where can they find you on your social media since you don't have your social media on the page? My social media is uh, Shakita underscore Andrews on Instagram. And then my website is www.shakitaandrews.com. Don't you have a book? Man. I do have a book. And I am the author. Sorry. Jalon just took over. He told me to tell him my my stuff. But then he just rolled and rolled and rolled. (laughs) Yes. That's what you're here for. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I love you, Daryl. Um, <laughs> I am the author of the the Unbroken Train to Be Broken, and it is it's definitely um, an eye opener. Help you to overcome uh, certain pain points, especially um, in domestic violence. And so, it's definitely a, it's a great read. It's it's definitely going to 
pull on your heartstrings, but it's definitely needed because we need to talk about these taboo subjects and start getting healing in our community. So definitely go and grab your book, The Unbroken Train to Be Broken at www.shakitaandrews.com. Bam. And another one. All right. So we'll go ahead and add Mr. Ronnie Thomas, everybody. Hello, sir. Reverend Doctor. Take yourself off mute, son. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> so, sir, on this good Wednesday, where can everybody find you? And go ahead and tell everybody, you know, a little bit about yourself, where they can find you, where they can at you at, you know, your cash app, um, or your where your music at, all that good stuff. Um, you can find me on social media on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram. Um, Facebook is Ronnie Thomas. Um, and I, yeah, Instagram and Snapchat is the same. It's Thomas Boy, but with the I, Thomas B O I 2010. That's where you can find me. Um, if y'all want to bless me with a cash app, y'all can just, you know, all that good stuff. But um, you said describe myself, right? Describe a few things about you. Yeah, yes. Who are you? Um, I'm going to keep it short. Uh, I'm a coach, I'm a professional athlete, I'm a musician, and I'm a PK. Let's keep it at that. Mm-hmm. Right. He 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 being he being humbled and all that. Ball player. He on. He think he he on here like he don't know that we all know him. Right. <laughs> Please, he hasn't, he hasn't experienced my questions in my interview yet. So, but come on now, we already know what's up. We're trying to play the people, right? Yeah, trying to tell the people uh, like you all. You what? I said I am the founder of Gifted Youth for Purpose as well. So, and what else? The founder of Gifted Youth for Purpose. Okay, he's a minister too. Let's go. I'm gonna just pull it out there. Damn, wow, Chris. Minister, praise God. Amen. He has the anointing over his life. Amen. And he, he's a professional ball player. I like three different teams, right? Five. Five different teams. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, no, I'm fortunate to be a for an international team for Las Vegas Unknown. And um, currently play for, and I'm the captain of the Nevada Pharaoh, which is a semi-pro team right here in uh, Las Vegas. Shout out to them too, by the way, to the unknown and the Pharaoh. Amen. Amen. So you and your group, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to go ahead and I want you to, uh, before we get really into the interview, I want you to introduce your song with your group. Um, Chris might be part of that group. What was that? Weren't you part of that group too before you left? For me? Yeah. Yeah, in the beginning stages, I was. Well, what happened? Why, why did you leave? Yeah, he, he, helped me. he helped me so much in the beginning. Shout out to you, Chris. You definitely helped me in a lot, a lot of ways. Oh, look at you Chris. He's getting emotional. Huh? Just getting emotional. I am sleepy. Y'all pray my strength in the Lord. Amen. Praise God. So we're gonna go ahead and play um your song, Ronnie. 
Would you like to introduce it? Sure. Uh, I don't know which song it is because we released two. Thank God. Oh, we're gonna do. We're gonna do the greatest. Would you like to introduce the greatest? Okay. Yes. So um, now introducing to you uh, one of the very first songs we wrote and recorded. It's led by my little sister. She's been there since day one. Her name is Kelsey mm -hmm. Smith. She is a phenomenal singer. So now introducing The Greatest by Gift You for Purpose. All right, see you after this, guys. And greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. You are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to your mercy and grace. You are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to you. Oh, you are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to your mercy and grace. You are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to you. You are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to your mercy and grace. You are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to you. You are, you are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to your mercy and grace. You are, you are, you are, you are the greatest. Nothing compares to you. Oh, you are, you are the greatest. You are.
great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Let them praise thy great and terrible name, for it is holy. O Lord, how great are thy works, and thy thoughts are very deep. For thou art great, and doeth wondrous things. Thou art God alone. a mountain and move it then he can take your problem and solve it you just gotta give it to him open up your heart and let him enter in say i need you to be my guy i've lost all control of my life he may not come when you want him but he's always on time and he can
Amen, everybody. We are into the interview phase right now for the one time for the one time. And we're going to go ahead and ask Ronnie, um, a Pastor Jay, icebreaker question. And that icebreaker question okay. is this. If you had to sacrifice one of the things you're doing to get ahead, what would you sacrifice? Coaching. Say that again. The stuff I do, right? Uh huh. Yeah, it'll probably be coaching. Okay. Amen. It'd be coaching. All right. So everybody, we, we know you, so we kind of reintroducing you to some people and uh, and introduce you to some. So, Mr. Ronnie, what made you um, come with the idea of your group, your singing group that you, you formed together? Um. I, I was missing citywide. Um, if y'all don't know, for us who are not from Vegas, uh, we used to have a youth and young adult workshop that happened every, I want to say, um, spring break, around spring break. And uh, everybody used to come, all different churches. It was like a big old, big old musical, you know what I'm saying? So we had so much fun. And that was going on for so long, and it stopped. And then um, I was curious. I was like, man, whatever happened to Citywide? Because I knew some people that participated in it wasn't involved in church no more because stuff like that wasn't going on. And so um, I was like, what can I do to like to get all my friends back in the church? So I thought about it and I had posted about it. Like, we need to restart Citywide. And then um, Kyle West, uh, Pastor Kyle West, um, was at, he was away at school. And he mentioned the same thing. I was like, hey, bro, let's do it. And so um, we got together, coordinated uh, um, the first workshop, and the the concert was a success. And so my dad, um, my dad, Bishop Brian Thomas, uh, Pastor Cheney, uh, Pastor Joe Manaway, and Pastor Kelsey West all came to me after the concert and was like, bro, you have something that the city really needs. So um, I was like, ah, let me pray on it, because I did the group thing with Royal Nation. And uh, I was like, um, I don't know if that's what I want to do. So I prayed about it. I told him I was going to pray about it. And as soon as I got done praying about it, Pastor Cheney called me. I was like, so what did the Lord say? I was like, uh, yeah, I'm going to start it. Then from that day on, uh, we had a purpose. Amen. And the name, what, what gave you the name Gifted Youth with Purpose? I can't take no credit for the name. I'm going to always say that. I cannot take no credit for the name. That was actually Pastor Kyle West. Is, uh, he came up with the name. Okay. So how, um, so where do you vision the group in the next five years? And Honestly, I hope I, I, well, some of them want to be singers, so I hope they're doing their solo career. Um, it's 
taking good measures. Um, I just expect us to continue to grow and continue to make an uh, impact on the community and to help uh, youth and young adults across the world just come back to Christ, man, by being the examples. I tell people all the time, we're not perfect, but we're, we serve a perfect God, and that's our that's our mission, that's our message. So we try to make sure that everywhere we minister, everywhere we go, that we letting them know, like, hey, man, it's it's not boring being on this side. You, the young adult, think it's boring going to church, and we just let them know, like, you can have fun serve God at the same time. So that's so I the next couple of years I see it branching into more than just a choir. I want it to be an actual like a youth group to where people that need certain things like daycare like provided like those who don't have their education they need resources to come and get what they need so we can basically build and help the communities that are less fortunate while still singing about the goodness of God. Amen. 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 I wanted to ask a question. Um, I'm kind of newer to the group, so um, I, I'm, I'm new to knowing you and I had the opportunity of meeting you at a, uh, an event put on by Dave Becker. Shout out to Dave Becker out there. Um, but I feel like a lot of people know you in Las Vegas as the, you know, the son of the Thomases, the PK, the musician. Um, you have this group. Um, but as I'm listening to you all speak, as I'm listening to the conversation, um, it's related to the youth. It's for the youth. It's for inspiring the youth. And one of the things that stood out for me when um, you were emceeing at the event um, that we were both at, um, you mentioned seeing a lot of, you, you mentioned experiencing a lot of death. Um, a lot of your friends um, um, I'm passing away. And and just me as 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 a, as a, seasoned saint you know i i can't imagine um losing so many friends in such a short period of time what was that like for you what is that like for you um it's never easy especially because um i'm a i'm lucky sensitive like i'm very careful about people that are very caring i should say about the people that I meet and the people that I'm around. So um, losing people that, not just that you know, but that you're actually cool with, it's, it's tough. And um, being the person that I am, people that like look up to me, so it's hard for me not to be like, not to cry in front of people, I, I can't do it. So I have a lot of, I'm, I honestly have a lot of emotional battles when I'm by myself, dealing with the fact that I lost a lot of people that was close to me, but it helps me to be able to understand these kids like I work for this I work in the school district so these kids are they put themselves under so much pressure so I understand the emotions that they deal with because I once been there whether it was a loss or I'm just putting a lot of pressure on myself from trying to keep up with who my family is or just trying to be good you know just trying to show myself that I can do it so it it works out for me because I can be able to relate to anybody that's useful and that's why I think I'm so um, attached to people that are young, but um, I'm not going to lie and say that it's not hard. It's definitely tough, but it's proven to myself, and it's an opportunity for God to get glory from the stuff that I never thought he could get glory from, you know? Like me Is that being, what pushes you and me being sad? Definitely. Um, because I know at any at any point, you cannot be there no more, so... That's why I'm always trying to be life or something. I'm 
trying to be i'm the same way in church that i am outside like i'm just always hype i'm i call myself the ratchet church boy because i'm just gonna make myself have fun wherever i'm at like literally i'm the same way in church that i am outside of church i just like to have fun i like to you know turn up a little bit because i know life is short man <laughs> that's that's a beautiful thing because you have this, this i mean like i'm listening to your your resume, you're a coach, you're in sports, you do music, you're a musician, you know, you're a, a family man, you're, you're kind of all these things wrapped into one. Do you ever find it difficult to be you? Um, the only time I find it difficult is when I try to be there for everybody because I don't try to miss nothing. Like I try to be as supportive as possible. And the only time I find it difficult is when it's like three things going on and I can't make something. And then I gotta be like, Ronnie, bro, you're not, <laughs> you're not God, bro. You can't be at everything. You one person. If I could talk for it, then I wouldn't probably have no issues. But um, yeah, it's tough. Like that's the only time I really consider it being hard to be Ronnie if that was, you know. And I'll pass the torch, but I, 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 my last question, what's the one song that represents Ronnie Thomas? Like, is there one of your songs from your CD or a song that is, you know, like, if we heard that song, that that's Ronnie Thomas? And uh, that was crazy because I was just actually on a podcast I was on, and that's tough because uh, it's so many diverse things. And Chris will tell you, man, I'm just... Oh. <laughs> you can play a secular not song. I, I won't think you judge you. Maybe the people will, but I, we ain't <laughs> Please don't it. say that song. Do not say that song. Please don't say it. I don't know if it's secular or if it's Christian. I don't know. Because it's, it's, I'm so diverse, man. It's, I listen to country music. It's hard. It's like I said, there's so many songs that I like. So um, I don't I really okay, so have an answer for that. What's, what's your top one or what comes ahead by uh, my lane? Uh, in the gospel world. Okay. Oh, thank God. Just that a gospel song. You, you got a gospel song, bro. Your parents are watching. You, you said that right. describes me. Um, <laughs> Good say um, The um, gospel. I would say um, that describes me. It's actually one of my favorite worship songs right now. It's Son of God by Nathan. Uh, I can't even pronounce his name, his last name. Nathan B. B. Wait, Chris, B. why do you look confused right now? Because I know the song he's talking about. Let's <laughs> delete it before I left. Because I just want to add um, That's the song. And it describes me because at the end of the day, that's what I want. Like, from everything I do, I just want the Son of God to be lifted high, honestly. Like everything I do at the end of the day, no matter if I am church up or somewhere being ratchet or whether I'm in church, at the end of the day, I want somebody to be able to know that, like, at the end of the day, I love God and I serve God, and that no matter what I do, I'm nothing without Him. So just want Him to be lifted. And I probably sound like I'm super churchy right now, and it's, it's killing me. <laughs> I, 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 want to, I want to interject on that. And um, how can you balance out being the ratchet church kid? Because a lot of people would be like, "That's a good question." Like, how 
you know, how can you balance? Because a lot of people go overboard with some things, you know, and some people don't know that limit. So how how do you balance it? And how do you balance all the things you're doing? Because you're doing a lot. You got you got ministry. You, you're a minister. You got coaching. You got um, the actual NBA, uh, the the professional ball that you're playing. You know, you hosting things. You're you're all over the place. How do you get your me time? Because even in Corona, you still been doing a lot. You know, a lot of people been slowed down. You sped up. Um, so to answer the first question, um, I give I give so much respect to my parents and to my family. Is like my dad's been a pastor since I was four years old, but he was never the pastor that like that's like other pastors. They're not like other pastors of first lady. They're not holier than thou twenty four seven. They know like they have they have balances. You know what I'm saying? They never, they never let us do anything that's contrary to the will of God. And if we did, they were there to comfort us and to tell us, like, come on. But they, my dad said something when we was little. He said, God can't be taught. He can only be experienced. And so they let us experience life. And so having that as a model of my whole life, I understand, like, okay, what church people call this as a sin is really not. They just tried to get you not to do it, which is understandable why they didn't want you to do it. But once you understand, like, basically real versus religion, then that helped me understand my own convictions. And that's what keeps me balanced. Like, I, I actually got convicted when I accepted the call to preach. Um, I've always had this turned up personality. And so I started questioning my own ministry. Like, bro, I know I've been, I've been called to prophesy since I was eight. So I was like, I knew that was my gift. I knew that was my spiritual gift. So I was having problems because I'm like, I'm like turned up, you know? I'm out here, I'm out here, you know, and I'm like, what is, what is this? And so I really, you know, you catch yourself praying and talk about, I really want, I really want to do your will. And so it was, uh, we was having 21 prayer at the beginning of the year, like a couple years ago. And so, um, I remember laying down at the altar and I was really like, God, I want to do your will. And he was like, okay, you're giving me three fourths of your life. He was like, everything and everybody who knows you knows that you love me and what you do. But the one thing you want to do to be complete is preach. And I was like, oh man. So he gave me this, um, he gave me this visual, and it was pitch black. It was like it was a spotlight that kept coming in one area, and then it kept growing, kept growing. So it kept getting brighter. And then I'm like, what's going on? And so then I turned around and I looked, and it was dark, dark, and I couldn't even see my hands. And he was like, this is a representation of the church. Everybody was letting their light shine, only letting it shine in the church when it's a whole bunch of darkness around. Like, oh, so that makes sense. Like, I'm, I'm in these areas because church people are scared to be in them and people know who I am. So I'm like, cool. Like, okay, cool. Let's, let's tech, let's tackle, let's bring them. So understanding that I got these certain characteristics to reach people that my parents, that my brother, that other ministers will never reach because God gave me this characteristic to draw these and influence these people is what gave me, um, that balance between, you know, being ratchet and uh, staying in ministry. Now, to answer the other question about as far as doing a lot, man, my me time is when I'm in water. <laughs> like if I'm in the shower in the tub, like that's me. All uh, that's all I need. And then ride the car rides to wherever I'm going. Be by myself. So that is me. Like my friends get mad because we'll be on our way somewhere to turn up, and I'm listening to gospel music. And they was like, bro, man, you always listen to the church music when you're going out. I was like, 
<laughs> like, come on. So, see my me time, man. That's that's my time to really. And then I don't sleep, so sometimes uh, I just be up, and then I be like, all right, let me pray. Man. Let me just do a little, do a little that. So, that, I, I got a question because I'm, I'm I'm hearing in your conversation, what's a ratchet Christian? <laughs> The, the Christian is somebody that's not afraid to go to like a pub or a lounge or just to be you know, in that church people don't want, want to be. Now, I'm really as ratchet as I say I am, but uh, I come from because of church. I'm people. a little ratchet. Hey, I hey, can be honest. You know what I'm saying? God is good to me, you know. But I'm ratchet. <laughs> I'll fight great. you. And it's try Jesus. Don't try me. Don't try, try me. me. Hello, somebody. Don't try me. <laughs> but somebody. I, the only reason I ask that because I, I think, um, you know, especially nowadays, you know, and you being a PK and being in church, you know, like sometimes there's that extra pressure as soon as you say you're Christian or as soon as you say, you know, I'm a believer or Jesus Christ and my Lord and Savior, any of those key words, you know, it's almost like you're put on this, this pedestal. So I've I've heard people say, you know, I'm I'm not the regular Christian or I'm I'm the ratchet Christian. So that you know, the reason I ask that is just to explore. It's obvious that you have a level of balance where you're not so so deep that you're no earthly good. So would you say a, a, a ratchet Christian is just someone that's down to earth who doesn't claim to be perfect or you know, how would you describe, you know, I hear the term ratchet Christian. How do you describe it for those who aren't familiar with it or for those who are not Christian and are looking like, well, he's, you know, he's being a hypocrite or, you know, he's he's being fake or, you know, all, you know, you know, a lot of all church people, they, they all just, you know, that's what they say. What, what do you say to that? Right on the nail when you said it's a. It's knowing that I'm not perfect, but um, I know where my focus is. So for me to describe a ratchet church person, like me describing myself is, you're not going to outside of the church or inside of the church. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just not, not going to work, you know? And it was like, I'm about to tell myself, uh, I used to be a part of a freak game <laughs> in high school. And so I was like, and like people used to call like after I got out, people used to call me. Parties was like boring because they knew I was going. Other people I was going to turn up, but at the same time, it's like most people will. Okay, let me finish this. So if I was going to do that, then then how could I dare come into the church and just like sit there and not be hyped while I'm in church? And so that's how at least I know. I view Christians like, oh, you say you this, but when you come into the house, you sitting down anymore, you expect somebody to give you a show or you so wrapped what you got going on or somebody that's aware that you don't like that you come and do what the Bible says and enter into his gates with thanksgiving, enter into his course of praise. But then you you back for just being who I am. Like you don't know what I'm doing outside. Like, you know, I'm just concerned. I'm just a hyper person. So how dare I be lit somewhere else and come into creating this house and just sit there and look at everybody crazy. Cause they be mad. Can't do it. <laughs> they can't be hyped. But you know, I'm gonna just say like this. 
I, I I always used to tell the youth when I was over the when I first was over the youth um, that God, as long as God got you and you know where to return to, you know they call me the prodigal son, but you gotta understand the prodigal son had morals. He knew where to go to when it got bad. He knew when he got too far that he needed to go back to where. And even though the prodigal son, it was about a son and a father, it was actually talking about somebody straying so far away, but knowing always to go back to God. And that's sometimes we have to realize that, yes, you, everything you do ain't going to always be perfect. People ain't going to like it. People ain't going to always agree with you. But as long as you and God, you and God, because, you know, study thyself approved means to be verified by God, not man. So it's just kind of like we got to get to a point where we understand that you got to have a personality. You know, a lot of people think that you go to church, you don't dance no more. You go to church, you don't sing no more. The only music you listen to is hymnals and uh, and chill at home watching the Bible channel and you don't watch nothing funny and you don't, you don't do have this. any tattoos. Watch it. Oh, <laughs> Whatever, I got five. I have 14. I can't even, <laughs> you hit one on the head. Next question. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, we have to realize is that if, if that's what stopped, because if we're going to go by, based off, oh, if we're going to pick and choose, if, if that's how we are, then all of us should be dead. Because old, we, don't, we don't live by Old Testament. We live by that Jesus went to the cross yeah. and died for us so that we can be able to have forgiveness and mercy. Because if we was living in old days, in Old Testament days, a lot of stuff we wouldn't make. We wouldn't make it. You'll wake, you'll wake up and think something wrong. You might forgive to sacrifice something. You might even just say something wrong and you'd be gone. So it's just kind of like a lot of people put Jesus' uh, death in vain. Like we're supposed to just be perfect out the gate. No, you're going to mess up. That's why a lot of people come out of church because they expect everything to be perfect. My pastor did this and and, and I'm going to leave church because he did this. And oh, and this person in church wasn't nice to me. So I ain't going to ever go back to the church. Not realizing you got an ugly attitude too, but you're not in a minister role or a leader role and people still deal with you. It's very funny when people um, say stuff about the church, but they never say about the stuff about their self. But say that again, it. sir. Say that again, it's Pastor. Funny how a lot of people could talk about everybody wrong in the church, but no one could ever talk about the thing that's wrong with them. You know, because they never talk about the good things the pastor do. They only talk about the bad things that the pastor do, the that's, bad that's things the that the church do. And they never say when the person was without energy, when the pastor came and brought out of his own pocket some, you know, money to do that. When they was hungry, ah, uh, ish. I felt that one. It was when you was when they was hungry and they came and brought groceries and 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 brought groceries and then next you know it they left the church just because somebody didn't say hi to them. Love is an action, it's not just a word or a feeling. So if you got love for your church, love for the people of God that we're supposed to, because it says love thy neighbor as you love thyself, despite how you feel with your emotions, because your emotions could play tricks on you because they ebb and flow sometimes. You might like somebody one day and be tripping one day and really going off on them, but you're really mad at yourself.
But that's deeper than what most people could think about. So I'm going to stop right there. And, and Pastor, I, I just want to say this because as I'm looking at the screen, I'm looking at you at the top as the pastor. And I'm looking at Ronnie underneath you as the pastor's son. And I'm listening to you. And the question that came to my mind, has there ever been a time where you wanted to just tell your dad, shut up? Like, I'm, you don't know what you're talking about. Or I'm tired. Have you ever been the little boy in the meme who said, I'm tired of this church and walked out? Or, or have you always been you and, and just been in that role? Because I, well, Pastor Jay, you are laying down some nuggets of wisdom. And as I'm looking down at the PK, I'm like, has the son ever said, you know what, Pastor? I'm tired of you today. I, I don't want to listen to you today. <laughs> have you, has there ever been that moment in transparency or... Have you always just been the the good kid that everybody loves? It's never been a time where I told my dad to shut up concerning ministry. <laughs> but I have been that person to where I'd be like, I'm tired of this church. And it had nothing to do with my dad. It had everything to do with the congregation. Simply because my dad has sold two of our dream homes to continue ministry. He gave up his 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 and her Mercedes Benz. You know they had fancy stuff. They gave it up to do ministry for oh, I almost said the N word. I almost said my favorite word for people to like to be unappreciated. The people of color that they of like, in the you know, community. He helping y'all. Can we say that word? We can't say that word. <laughs> he helping y'all. I don't think we can say that word on the Anointed Radio. <laughs> you just got to give me the green light. But it's like, <laughs> listen, and it's and it's crazy because we we went without like lights and stuff because they've helped somebody in ministry and nobody will ever know it. You know what I'm saying? And we went through time. It's just a lot, man. And I'm like, we gave up our dream home. Like I moved away from people that I was super close with. You know, like we had two homes that should have been on cribs. You know what I'm saying? We still miss the house. And it's like we did it for ministry, and the same people that he helped, not even at the church no more. They've been gone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, bro, that's when I'd be like, I'm tired of this church. I want, I want to throw hands. You know, and then people say stuff, and then you hear it as a PK, and and you can't do nothing about it because you're a PK. And that pedestal comment you made was great, but you said it concerning Christians. So how do you think it is as a PK or somebody? Who's like you know what I'm saying? Whose parents are in ministry? We can't do nothing. And I'm like, bro, and I hate this same people. But like PK kids is the worst kids. I be like, no, we're normal, just like you. We do the same stuff you do. Nobody told y'all to put a uh, uh, put a, a recommendation or put us on a pedestal. Nobody told you to do that. We're human, just because our parents decided to accept the call and serve God. That don't mean we're not human. They made that decision. We still human. We still got it. God gave us free will. I got to choose to do whatever I want. And so for the past kids, we have to away. Like I understand it. Ministry is tough. You like I want to be a pastor, but you have it. So it's never been more so like your parents, but it's like why are you guys staying? Like how do you guys deal with this? And it's almost like the stress of the pastor and the first lady kind of fell on you also like you felt their pain you felt their struggle the the lights going off etc so it's more so like i'm not upset at you mom and dad but more so why don't we just leave why don't you why don't we go back to our dream home and 
and go back to regular life? Like, why are we in this? Did, is that kind of the questioning or where so do you I, understand I, it? I want to just kind of say something, too, just before you answer, Ronnie. Yeah, you got to remember, this is his parents. People throw hands behind their mama and daddy without the Correct. criticism, without the extraness, okay? Now think about how people be talking about somebody pastor, and then you know that that's your daddy. Like, whoa, whoa, I know I didn't lose my PlayStation 4 because you, because you need a grocery, and my dad cared about you and wanted to be the Christian way, and you turned your back on them as soon as you got what you wanted and you dipped and now you had another ministry talking bad about them. Yeah. Try Jesus, not me. I, I went back and got the groceries. I know myself as my parents' kids. I would have went back and got the groceries and dared them to say something because I'm right or die for my parents. So, But I'm not a PK. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not a PK, so I'm, I'm learning this and I want to, to understand this because... I, you know, I look at Chris, I look at Pastor Jay, Shakita, all of you in ministry, um, and I can just imagine those times where it's like, you know, I look at your situations and I'm like, there's no way I can handle it with that much grace. I, there, you know, there, there's no way I, I would have just, you know, sat back and and I mean, Shakita knows me, you know, like I'm, I'm, you know, Jesus saved me. This is all God. You know, but like I hear the stories of the groceries or, you know, the we our dream home here and there. And I'm like, I would have been like, Mom, go get your dream home. We're, we'll, we're done with this. So how do you how do you all handle it with with grace and pastor? You're a pastor. How do you handle it? So um, the thing is, you know, and I, I like to, my dad raised us to use uh, scripture to back up. answers. we don't want to be like Moses and misrepresent God. Because like you'll get in trouble for misrepresenting God. So um, when Moses hit the rock, smoked the rock, if you want to be technical, biblical, um, that was the misrepresentation of God because God was not angry at the people. Moses was angry. So when you understand like people do you wrong and you're supposed to you're supposed to bear your cross, right? And so you know people are supposed to misuse you because they don't understand the grace of God or they don't understand God. So you can't act like your flesh. You have to act like how would Jesus respond? How would God respond? And so when people do crazy stuff, you just gotta basically turn the other cheek. <laughs> but in those moments, you don't want to misrepresent God. Cause it's been times where, trust me, I came back from college ready to forget all salvation, ready to fight. And then God convicted me, like, what is he fighting gonna do but to misrepresent? Then not just me, but your whole family and what you re represent. Like y'all whole your the ministry that God gave your parents is reconciliation. So you have to understand that relationships are gonna be tested. They're gonna be tried. People are supposed to talk bad about you. People are supposed to leave you because it's your responsibility and what God gave your parents is to reconcile. So and I'm a firm believer in the Bible. Like you gotta love you can love covers a multitude of sins. So I have to love you even though you're talking crazy about me. Like, do I like it? Absolutely not. I don't even let people talk crazy to me in general, but sometimes you just gotta, gotta bite that bullet because it's bigger than that situation. It's bigger than that moment because you can misrepresent God and now you lost your soul. All you gotta do is show grace and then you're acting ignorant. They have to come back 
and apologize, or they have to come back and see you do what you're supposed to do, and they got to give you some type of credit. That's, that's good. That that's good stuff. And I I just want to put the plug in. Click like and share. Make sure you click like and share because this is this is good stuff right here. So I was just gonna say this, and then we could go into wrapping wrapping it up because I see Chrissy is almost out of here. He's if anybody asks you, Chris got some dreadlocks, and he think he better than everybody else. No, I'm sleepy. Remember, it's ten o'clock here. Right, that part. So. Um, the one thing I wanted to just add on to that is that you never no, know. That's all it is. What you say? That's all it is. We like this. You know, you didn't move. You forgot all about me. Whatever. So, anyway. I have to, no, we'll talk later. Probably not tonight because I'm sleeping. Amen. But in, we'll in talk Christ's later. love. Amen, somebody. Because we love Amen. the Lord. Amen. So the thing I would want to say is just we have to realize that you don't want blood on your hands because you misrepresented Christ, just like Ronnie was saying, because a lot of times you have to realize you could be the only church somebody sees and they turn away from Christ because the way you act, especially with this new cancel, um, petty, I cut you off generation that we live in you never know how many people are missing out on their blessings because you can't deal with indifferences you know everybody not going to agree with you everybody don't agree with you if you think about it there's somebody in a text message group you in right now that says something that was like i don't agree with what you just said and it could have been simple like hey can we go to the store Nah, bro, I don't want to go to the store. Why don't we go to the store? Everybody has indifferences of how they perceive things. So when it comes down to Christ, we have to understand that we have to be better representation of who Christ represents in our life. Kind of like the scripture I was reading just earlier. I think it was Philippians 2 and 5, where we should, in all of our relationships, have the mindset of Christ. When you have the mindset of Christ, you sit there and you look at the, you look at the person, not the sin. You look at what they're going through, not what they're saying. Because a lot of times, if you look at it, people show you what they're going through. You just don't believe it because you're so mad and you're ready to respond to people and you're so ready to just go off. But they telling you, I'm hurting. They're telling you, I don't trust nobody. They're telling you, people didn't done me wrong and I'm tired and I'm fed up. And now that's why I'm, I'm, I have an attitude. That's why I'm going bad on you. That's why I have this and blah, 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 blah. But we got to actually be in tune with it. If we in our feelings, we ain't going to never see it because we're going to show our attitude. We're going to show our anger. We're going to show how we've been betrayed and how many times people talked about us and we make it personal. But Christ came here for us to actually be free. And deliverance doesn't happen until people go and do the hard part. And that's being there for somebody that don't want you to be there for them. And to add to that, right? And to add to that, you know, even though the scripture does say what it says, and people understand it and act accordingly, again, we're still human; we're not perfect. But even when we do mess up, we can go back and apologize to the person that we offended, because that is also showing the love of Christ. Because it's like, okay, well, I acted in my flesh. However, because of the God in me, loving His people. I need to apologize to you because sometimes a lot of things are fixed with an, with an apology. You know, sometimes people just never get that apology or many people are wanting that apology. Um, a lot of people that experience their church, um, 
they're just looking for an apology and are acting out. So even if you do mess up, you know, apologizing still goes alongside with being the God that somebody may ever experience. Even with some of the players on my football team, unfortunately, I had to talk to one of them. She said, I don't believe in God. She said, because one lady walked past me and told me that God hated me because of my tattoos. And I, I said to her, I was like, I apologize on behalf of um, what you experienced, but that wasn't God. That was the person in her that slapped God's name on it. So we have to be careful on how we treat people, no matter what and where, um, because you know that does it does show, and you never know. Um, you never know when uh, God is wanting to use you to help somebody, and sometimes it just comes with this simple, simple "I'm sorry." Amen. So, Brother Ronnie, Elder Ronnie, Minister Ronnie, future pastor, Bishop, Elder Ronnie, Archbishop Ronnie of Las Vegas. Can I just add in here, Pastor Jay, and not to, to cut anybody out, but I really think Ronnie represents the future of gospel music and, and ministry. Like, even in the joking of calling you Bishop and Elder, like hearing the term ratchet Christian, even though we laugh about it, what I really think is that you are like a, 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 the bridge, you know, between yesteryear of, of gospel and Christianity and, and people believing that, oh, I can't go to church, but you're like a breath of fresh air with your, your approach, um, with your humility and with just how you represent Christ. Like you are the young people, maybe this is the term tonight that I'm starting, but you are the young people's pastor. Is that a fair statement? I've been hearing that for a while and um, it was just prophesied to me not too long ago, the exact same thing you said. And it's been prophesied for years. So it's, it's that's one of the reasons why I had to accept it, like the call to preach and all that stuff, because I didn't want to do it. I seen the way people People treat my parents and my parents care for people like crazy, bro. They do a lot of stuff for, for crazy. And I'm like, that's what it takes, Pastor. You got. I told my dad, my dad said, When you gonna preach your first minute? I said, When you want the first custom pastor in your pulpit. And he laughed, but I was serious. And so, um, but it just start, it really just start, um, it really just start hitting me, man. Like, it's been prophesied for like the last, I wanna say, three years. I think Chris was. Um, at one of the like a couple of services where they prophesied the same thing, so I'm just like, Well, yeah, let me uh, let me go ahead and get my life together. I think <laughs> there's your but, confirmation, uh, yeah, and it's, I know it's, it's crazy because I, I, yeah, yeah. I do a podcast, yeah, man. Yeah, I do a podcast, and um, it's it's not for the thing, Christian. I'm gonna tell you that now, like, it's just me having conversations with people that I'm super cool with who don't go to church, so I just make sure we talk about everything literally everything under the sun and i just make sure that i keep my standards like i don't cuss on there i don't make sure i, I it's a lot of stuff that i don't do because i don't want to be in mid presentation but i also do it because like i want y'all to see that it's a human side to being somebody who What's is involved in church so um my parents know i do it so. ah, <laughs> it's called black aces podcast black what black aces podcast 
Black Aces podcast. We will put it in the comments so people can check it out. Ooh, this ain't for the anointed radio group. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We you heard it here. So next next thing I'm gonna say is um with your music, when do we expect the full album, man? When when we're gonna hear some more music from you guys? All is we're trying to have a release in January. We just we got a few more songs to record, and if you can hear the knocks, that's actually my choir pulling up a rehearsal <laughs> to get these songs together. Um, so I'm coming, y'all. Hold on, I'm on a radio interview. <laughs> oh, no, so it's uh, ratchet. The ratchet folks. Christian strikes again. <laughs> right. So um, so we're we're pushing for January. Um, in the hopes that we can get everything done before the end of January. So we just got a few more things to record and get a mix and master. So y'all want to say hi to him before we wrap up at some point? Sure, sure. Everybody can say hi. And with that being said, I want everybody to know, um, share this live. Make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app. Um, Chiquita, I feel like you've been quiet and you ain't been here for a minute. So I need you to just, just put a plug in for your book. Go ahead and talk about your book. I think there's somebody that needs to hear your book. Y'all say hey, y'all on the radio. Say hey, say hey. Hi, everybody. Hey. Y'all, this is the person who led the song earlier. This is Kelsey. Y'all heard her. Hey, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Tell her she has a beautiful (laughs) voice. I enjoyed her. I'm sorry about that. All right, so... Chiquita never talked about her book, but make sure you go get the Unbroken um, on ChiquitaAndrews.com. And um, Ronnie, where can they find you and your group um, on on the music platforms? Where can they find all your music and when and uh, find your social media one more time? So the choirs or the group, rather the groups only on Facebook at Gift You for Purpose Choir spelled out Gift youth with purpose it's not a purpose it's gifted youth with purpose choir on facebook and we're working on getting um instagram and all that stuff but you can find me on facebook at ronnie thomas and on snapchat and instagram at thomas boi 2010 all together and um our two singles never seen the greatest are on all social uh, or all music platforms Except for SoundCloud and YouTube, but um, you can find it on Spotify, um, Apple Music, iTunes, all of that. Amen. Well, everybody, that was Mr. Ronnie Thomas, and we thank you, like always. You know you family. We see you around the city. I'm going to tell y'all everything. I love when Ronnie hosts and I perform at places. I'm going to let y'all know something, because Ronnie just get get the people hyped up, and then there, uh, he he likes Jesus. You make me happy, which makes me hyped for Jesus. You make me happy because I really I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't be hyped like how Ronnie be hyped, and then he be hearing that beat. He be like, man, y'all hear that beat? And I'm like, well, let me get Bro, juice for, it's the, for the song too. Listen, listen, it's the baseline at the end, bro. I am a musician, like I'm super involved in music, and you got a baseline at the end that 
it's just a groove, man. I'm like, come on, man. Don't nobody hear that? It just, it's just juice, man. Hey, I love supporting hey, man. So. You speak in Spanish. I'm just a singer. Amen. Praise God. I just, I am just a singer. Amen. Oh, man. It's that. That Ooh, shout out to my producer. Hey, hey, okay. <laughs> I see you. So, so yeah, shout outs to my producer, Mo, Mo Danger. And shout outs to Chris and his second dream that he has woken up from. Amen. Definitely Chi Town should be, he should be safe. They are protesting out there. Everybody be safe out there. People being crazy. Keyword, they are protesting. I'm in my house. Yeah, he's sleeping. He sleeps. Y'all protest all day. Amen. So with that being said, all I could say is Cletus. Amen. So one thing I want everybody to know is make sure you download the Anointed Radio app. Um, Follow us on all podcast platforms where you can be able to follow all the interviews that we've had. We have over 200 interviews. You can be able to check out Binge. Um, we're on Pot, We're on uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, everywhere that you can find podcasts, but title. We're still praying on that one. So make sure you download the Anointed Radio app for 24-hour gospel. And much love. Stay safe. And God has a purpose for you. You just got to walk in it. With that being said, see y'all next week. Much love. Peace.